Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. Tomorrow is Mother's Day, and yes, this is the Christian Car Guy Show, and we have some amazing oil information that could save your car's life, but again, tomorrow is Mother's Day, so what an opportunity for me to honor my mom, and it's my hope that throughout this morning and this today's show, you will call in and honor yours. We have lines open. We'd love to hear your mom's story, 866-348-7884 is the number to call in to do that. But I really do need to share that my mom was recently diagnosed with breast and bone cancer. So uh, we desperately need your prayers for my mom and for our family as we walk through this. Um, so I wrote this piece this week. And I'm very excited to present it to my mom in Tennessee tomorrow morning in person. But first, I want to honor her on the air. And it's called encomiums of mom. Now, if you're like me, you'd never heard the word encomiums, but I was trying to come up with something really cool to say, and I started looking up. I didn't want to, tribute sounded kind of cheesy, so I went to the synonyms and the thesaurus or whatever, (laughs) and I came up with this Greek word. Well, my mom studied Greek, so I thought it would be cool to use encomiums. So, encomiums of mom. As the years pass, some of the things come into focus while others grow dim. Here in my 57th year, I still flourish in the love of mom. After parenting four children myself, I now understand that parenting gets tougher the older your children get. Truly a lifetime job that requires grace, love, and encouragement. It's one thing to bandage a broken finger, but quite another to walk with an adult child through a broken heart Uh, spouse cheating, divorce, and custody issues, or for that matter, just keeping in contact with a child that thinks they can go it alone. The baby seal, once isolated from the pack, is easy prey for the white shark. How did mom know how to stay close without me pulling away? How is it that I always knew she was there for me, yet never was she in my way? How did she know what to pray as I ran away from God? How did she Keep quiet when I moved to Los Angeles, Albuquerque, Savannah, Houston, Austin, Grand Junction, Charlotte, Richmond, Greensboro, Raleigh, and finally to Winston-Salem. Funny, I don't remember her saying, are you out of your mind moving so many times? Uncanny as it, so, <laughs> as it is, I so desperately need that kind of wisdom for my own children. To this very day, my mom listens to my radio shows every week. She has always been my biggest fan. And to hear her say, great shows today, son, means as much to me now as when I rode the bench on the seventh grade basketball team and I could hear her cheer when the coach put me in. My mom sees in me what God put there, and she has always called it out, encouraged it, and cherished my heart. Yes, she was mom of the year in Chicago in 1965 when I was 10, but so much more than that, she's the mom of the century now to keep it up through the turmoil of 47 more years of life's battles, her own divorce and disappointments. Yes, God truly blessed me with something special with my mom, and the clarity of that grows more evident with the years. Okay, I honored my mom. Now it's your turn, and we would love to hear your enconium of mom (laughs) 
866-348-7884 or for the digitally gifted, 866-34-TRUTH. And we do have some amazing information to share with you today on oil. And we have our very own Tom Slick back with us this morning with JG Lubricant Services. We actually tested Old Red's engine, transmission, and rear axle at 345,000 miles. And the results are quite enlightening, really, in so many ways. And we want to share those insights from what we think could possibly save your bacon or perhaps allow you to make that trip to Florida with confidence this year. Welcome, Tom. Welcome. Uh, I mean, uh, <clears throat> hello. <laughs> it's good to Hi, have Robbie. you on. I'm sitting here. I was being med- I was uh, sort of mesmerized by listening to your story about your mother, and I was sitting here looking at a picture of my mom since I'd already read your article this morning on the Christian car guy, and uh, so I was a bit flustered. <laughs> well, Tom, we, we might as well just get right. I I know your parents were in radio, and so. You know, in, in light of it being Mother's Day, and here's our opportunity since we're on the radio to honor our moms, why don't you just let it fly? Sure. Uh, my wonderful mother is in heaven now under the Lord's care. She went there in 2007 on uh, June the 2nd. But uh, she lived a nice long life. She got to be 87 years old. She was a radio entertainer in her earlier days. She grew up in a little town called Old Wine, Iowa, which was a railroad hub for the Great Northern Railroad. Anyway, she left there and uh, met my father at uh, KMMJ in Grand Island, Nebraska, where they were both radio entertainers. Mother played the accordion and the guitar, and my dad played the fiddle and just about anything that had strings on it. <laughs> uh, he was the station manager, I believe, at the time. But anyway, they met and uh, uh, and played on the radio there, and they were also on uh, WNAX in Yankton, uh, South Dakota, where my sister was born years ago. They really kind of had to quit when I came along in 1949, so I'm giving away my age today. <laughs> but, uh, I, I, you know, what I rem- remember about my mother is, uh, and my father, they were, they were both Christian folks, and uh, I thank God every day for having Christian parents. And uh, they raised me right. And, and you know, uh, not sure I can quote the verse, uh, but... Uh, it uh, goes something like this. Train up a child in the way they should go, and when they get old, they won't depart from it. And uh, and, and that that's really how it is. I You know, I, I strayed away a little bit when I was in the Air Force and in my younger days, but by golly, I came back, and I thank Christian parents for that, and I'm a Christian man today because of that. But go. my mother raised me right, and she was always there for me. She was a stay-at-home mom. Uh yeah, those yeah, were, good. and my mom was a stay-at-home mom too. <laughs> so, yeah, and I so much appreciate that. But she was a great Christian woman, and uh, she's she's uh, enjoying her her reward with my father in heaven now. That is cool. Well, you have your tribute on hand. You give us a call eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four is the number to call in and share eight six six three four truth. Tom. Now we've got some cool stuff to talk about with Old Red and his in 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 the oil situation here. We we found some surprising results, didn't we? We did. Uh, in fact, uh, yeah, they correlated well with uh, what you thought you had seen going on in your engine. And uh, I think you want to get into that. Report well, we will here in a minute. But I I just right. wanted to share with our listeners when we get into that. There there's some really 
comforting things that you can find out, and there's also some interesting things that, you, that you'll find out that you need to work on. So we're going to be talking a lot about that, and of course we've got our appraisal by the Real Black Book. That's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding. This will come up at the end of the show. And I was thinking, you know, when you look deep into your oil's chemical makeup, there are all sorts of issues there that you now know that you need to deal with. Well, last Sunday, I took a deep dive into my heart, and I found out that although I had a tremendous head knowledge of grace, my heart wasn't quite where my head was. (laughs) I was reading this book by uh, John Eldridge called The Utter Relief of Holiness, which I highly recommend. And in his discussion of condemnation versus conviction, I realized that I had some real heart trouble here. And I created a simple little test like the oil analysis test for myself. And I'm going to share that test with you all coming up at the end of the show in our appraisal by The Real Black Book. Hi, I'm Robbie Delmore, the Christian car guy. 35 years in the automobile business, but more importantly, your brother in Christ and the Christian car guy show we pray is changing the way people look at their cars. They need to be paid for. No debt. Watching people buy cars for 35 years going into the slavery of huge debt was a real heartbreaker and one of the reasons we started this show. And cars need tender, loving care, and they need a name like Old Red. If you think about it, you see old tractors. They've been out in the elements since the 40s. They're still running. Why do you think? Well, truth is, if you maintain a car, it lasts as long as you do. And cars need to be safe and driven safely. Wear your seatbelt. And don't speed if you're truly following Jesus. If he was in the car ahead of you, would you be speeding? (laughs) It's estimated that Americans waste 200 million gallons of gas a week. Yes, that's right. 200 million gallons of gas a week are wasted on speeding. Again, this is a live show, so please call in with your question, your suggestion, or, of, of course, today. You know, we would love to hear your encomium for your mom, 866 three four eight seven eight eight four and since we have tom slick here obviously if you have that oil question it's also a great day to call in or perhaps you have a tip for our listeners we'd love to hear from you again the number eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four now if you go to christiancarguy.com the website there you can see the enconiums of mom that i wrote but we're going to see you'll see old red's oil analysis and Tom's own personal story to an extent to share a little bit of his testimony. I'm sure you'd love to read that. Of course, the Jesus Labor Love, free car repair for single moms and widows and podcasts from previous shows. But right now, we need to hear your mom's tribute. You need to hear your encomium. 866-348-7884. Who could forget that wonderful show from the 60s with Jerry Van Dyke? My mother, the car, but it's Mother's Day tomorrow tomorrow, and tomorrow. (laughs) So we are sharing today on the Christian Car Guy. We would love to hear your encomium, your high praise of your mother. Um, if you want to share that on the air today, we would love to take your call at 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH, the number to share. We are also talking oil analysis. And as you may recall, uh, a few weeks ago, we had Tom Johnson on with JG Lubricant Services, 
And actually, we call him Tom Slick here, which we have a cool picture of Tom Slick and his Thunderbolt Grease Slapper. <laughs> we'll play that song coming up. But what happened? We talked about oil analysis, and it's a very inexpensive way to test your oil to see what may be going on with your engine. And so after last, last show, after last time Tom was on, they sent me these kits. And so I went out with a vacuum pump, very simple, really, the process to extract the oil out of my engine in Old Red, which is, if you've never listened to the show before, Old Red is a 1995 Dodge Dakota I've driven for many, many years. In fact, for more years than my daughter's been alive, (laughs) she gets in this car. It's the only car I've ever known you to have. And it has 345,000 miles on it, but not, it's, this is the second engine, but it certainly does have 345,000 miles on the transmission and 345,000 miles on the differential. So we took oil samples from the engine. We took oil samples from, I extracted it with a, their handy vacuum pump, which again, this is an inexpensive way to test this stuff. I got it out of the rear axle and I got it out of the transmission and sent it off. And it's, it was a, a mixed bag of results that we got, right, Tom? Yes, yes. Why don't we, we'll, we'll start with the good news. <laughs> <laughs> the good news is Old Red at 345,000 miles. I was excited. The transmission showed, in, in which, by the way, if you go to christiancarguy.com, you can see all these results. But the, the report showed normal on Old Red's rear axle and their transmission. How exciting. Yes, it came back uh, in in good shape. Uh, we saw, let's see, I've got the samples here in front of me, or the uh, test results, that is. And the transmission, the viscosity is good, the oxidation is good. Uh, we see a little iron wear, but that's normal, especially for, especially since you have 345,000 miles on that. You're only showing 250 parts per million, which is very, very low of iron and a little bit of aluminum, uh, which is probably coming. uh, It could even be the original debris floating around uh, from when they manufactured the case. Uh, And then... uh, The rear axle showed a little bit less. uh, It wasn't quite as normal as the transmission. (laughs) Right, right. So, uh, but then, uh, then we looked at the engine as well. So the transmission and the... And the differential are just fine, and, and I would recommend that you just sample that annually. And that's what we typically would recommend to folks that, you know, so, there's not a whole lot going on as far as uh, contamination, uh, not nearly of what's going on inside an engine. So, so this normally is, we it, would recommend annual you know, you, sampling for... Yeah, you might be driving right, right now, maybe your car has 200,000 miles on it, maybe it has 150,000, and you're thinking, gee, should I go on vacation to Florida this year? Should I go on vacation to to Alabama, wherever you're thinking about driving, will my car go these 3,000 miles? Will it go without having a transmission problem, without a rear axle problem? Well, the good news for me is even though Old Red has 345,000 miles, I could confidently jump in Old Red and drive to California um, just based on, on the engine, uh, not on the engine, but on the transmission and the rear axle. So those are two pieces of information that were necessary for that part of the equation. But you might find out that kind of good news about your engine as well. Uh, again, this is a simple test uh, with JG lubrication. You just take this vacuum pump, and it takes a little arm strength, Tom, honestly. And I did find out that the direction said you really need to prime the pump. That was really good advice. <laughs> <laughs> and there was another piece of advice that they shared. 
which was that they had this tubing, which comes with a lot of tubing, and you have to put new tubing in with every sample. And it really is helpful not to, to use all that tubing since I was filling this much tubing with all this extra action, I could have made the tube a lot shorter and not had to done, done quite so much pumping, right, Tom? That's correct. In fact, uh, with our kits, we ship uh, the tubing with it, and tubing uh, is kind of like a needle. You never want to reuse it because you'll get cross-contamination. So every kit contains a piece of tubing, and it's eight feet long. And the reason we do that is because uh, some dipsticks can get uh, pretty long, especially when you you have a big uh, RV. Uh, we have a lot of RV customers, and some of those have are big diesel pushers, what they call diesel pushers or Class A motorhomes. Those dipsticks can get uh, up to six feet long, and so we decided to go with an eight-foot length. And certainly, in most cases, for an engine and, and certainly for differentials, you could cut most of that away. We typically recommend you just measure your dipstick. And there are videos showing this on our website at uh, com. But, but uh, yeah, and, and we certainly recommend that you cut to length, measure your dipstick, and make it about a foot longer, and then uh, you've and got so all the, the tubing you need to get to the sump. So the idea here is to see, you know, an inexpensive way to see what kind of issues. It's like getting a blood test. If, if you're in a hospital, you know, we got a blood test for Old Red. We got a, a blood test for its transmission, a blood test for its, its differential so that you can see potential issues that you may have and catch them really before a technician that could ever catch them, as we'll talk about in the engine here in just a second. But if you have a question for Tom or you have that encomium for your mom, we would love to hear you. 866 348 is the number to call in, 866 866- three for truth this is a live show we got lots of lines open and we would certainly love to take your call now tom the engine was a slightly different situation <laughs> and which was fascinating to me because let's just set the table here for a minute as as you may know we use amsoil and uh because this was a rebuild engine the manufacturer had suggested that I use a heavier weight oil, and so we used an Amsoil Synthetic 20W50. And this oil was supposed to be good for up to 15,000 miles, but certainly 10,000 miles, and it came with a special oil filter so you could go this, this long. And so at the point that we tested Old Red here, we're 5,000 miles into In other words, we, we had changed the oil at 340,000 miles, and now we got 345,000 miles and this is the point that we did this test. So the, the oil, based on what Amsoil recommended, should have clearly been good to go for another 5,000, maybe even 10,000 miles. But that just wasn't the case, was it, Tom? Yeah, there's a couple of things here, Robbie. Uh, and again, as you pointed out, folks can actually see these reports on uh, thechristiancarguy.com. But uh, we found a couple of things. For, first of all, the good news is that that there's really not a whole lot of wear going on inside the engine. Uh, we don't pick up a whole lot of wear. However, we, we do see some contaminants. Ah, we're going to have to share those those contaminants and some other things. When we come back, you're going to hear the results of Old Red. But please, we would love to hear your enconium for your mom. We would love to hear your question for Tom. we got plenty of lines open. It is a live show, so you call us, 866 348 7884. You get to hear the Tom Slick theme when we come back, so stay tuned.
Can you hear the Tom Slick theme? The show may have been gone for 30 years, but we have Tom Slick on with us today with JG Lubricant Services. We're talking about oil analysis and what you might learn about your car. But we also, since tomorrow's Mother's Day, we are talking encomiums of mom. We would love to hear your high praise of your mother with Mother's Day being tomorrow. And you can call us again at 866 Three four eight seven eight eight four. Now, if you have not happened to have picked up your Mother's Day present yet and you're trying to figure out what would be a cool thing, I do need to share this little story that, you know, Mother's Day, maybe 1961 or 1962, my little brother had made in preschool this block of wood that was supposed to hold a, um, <laughs> a recipe card. I've told this story before, but, you know, and my mom... Un- and I could never, I, you know, this has been obviously 50 years ago, so I don't remember what I gave her. But I remember that when she opened up this package for my little brother, who at the time was four or five, and all it was was this block of wood with a little slit cut in it, I laughed hysterically. <laughs> really, Mark? All you could give her was a block of wood? Well, I am just going to share with you that my mother to this day has that block of wood on her <laughs> windowsill in her kitchen where she has been holding recipes now <laughs> for 50 some odd years. And we never know what Robbie uh, gave my mother back in 1961 or whatever <laughs> year it was. So when you're thinking about Mother's Day gifts, I'm just saying a simple block of wood with a little slit in it goes a long way. <laughs> One of those things that I wouldn't forget. But we would love to hear your encomium of your mother, maybe a favorite Mother's Day memory, or you got a question for Tom, you call us 866-348-7884-866-34-TRUTH if you're digitally gifted. Now, um, (laughs) when we left... Poor old Red. We had her down the operating table. Now, we had done a blood test. We'd done this oil analysis. We'd sent it off at, again, f- you know, 5,000 miles into a 10,000-mile oil, and we, f- we found some stuff that was a little bit disturbing. And what was that now, Tom? Well, we found uh, some contamination from coolant, an internal coolant leak, probably from a, uh, could be just a pinhole leak, but uh, in the head gasket. Uh, and we picked that up by looking at sodium and potassium, which are salts left over from the coolant that stay around in the oil. And so uh, when we look at oils, we use what are called mathematical algorithms. These are models uh, of what an oil should do over time, given a certain engine and a certain type of oil. And if we see the contaminant, uh, levels go above those values that are built into those models, then we alert folks as to, uh, you know, this is an abnormal reading. And in your case, they're pretty darn abnormal. <laughs> we saw so, a lot of sodium and a lot of potassium. So uh, uh, well, I think we definitely got a coolant leak going on inside your engine. Now, the good news is 
that uh, the engine hasn't sensed that yet. It's not beginning to wear or anything like that. So this is a very low level. These are parts per million. And that's how accurate these tests are. But the other part is, you know, if, if, if I'd been the normal consumer, right, just driving around in my Amsoil that was supposed to go 15,000 miles, I never would have changed my oil at this point. I never would have been looking for an antifreeze leak because it's so minute it's not using any antifreeze. And, you know, there's no bubbles coming up in the radiator. You're not seeing that kind of thing. Um, but we're seeing it in the oil at this point early on where rather than end up with a crack because a blown head gasket can lead to some major uh, stuff, including, you know, replacing the whole engine. But along those lines, some of the other things that you found in there that really surprised me was the oxidation. Because, again, this was supposed to be a 15,000-mile, 10,000-mile oil. Yeah, and let me talk about that a little bit, Robbie. Uh, that's still under investigation at this point. Uh, I, I know on the report, and folks will see this online, we talk about severe oxidation. Uh, and we, I think at the time, if you'll notice on the report, uh, Robbie forgot to <laughs> Robbie forgot to tell us what kind of oil it was. My suspicion was that it was a uh, a thicker synthetic oil. And here's the reason. Uh, we could have been tricked in this case, uh, which sometimes happens. You get a false positive. And, and, and this is a good point, Robbie. If folks don't tell us what kind of oil it is, uh, and in this case, you didn't, and that's okay. We'll forgive you of that, brother. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I think we need, to, we need to go back. Now that we know that it's Amsoil 20W50, uh, it may not be oxidized. It still may be good. Now, the fact it's contaminated means that uh, it probably does uh, need to be watched for a while. But the oil itself may still be good, and here's, here's my point. Uh, if folks look online at your report, they'll see oxidation. We flagged uh, oxidation by what's called FTIR. You don't have to remember this. Fourier transform infrared scanning. <laughs> I'm glad I don't have to remember that because we are out of luck. <laughs> we scan it, and, and what this shows is peaks and valleys. And, and we, think we find a big peak at a certain wavelength, and we think that's oxidation. In this case, it could be a steel additive that's added to the Amsoil product. And so a good thing to do is always, and we probably have this oil in our database, but uh, at the time when we sampled, we couldn't pull that because we didn't have that information. So once we know that it is the oil, we'll compare it with what the oil is as new. And this will probably, it could show us that the spike we're seeing in oxidation under the infrared scan uh, is equal to the new oil. So that may negate the, uh, the, the oxidation. That but, but just oxidation for our listeners' place. benefit, why is oxidation bad in oil? <laughs> why well, do I not want my oil to oxidize? <laughs> Uh, well, let's 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 go back to the basics real quick. What this test primarily does is two things. It uh, it looks at the oil itself to make sure that the viscosity is correct. It's not uh, thinning out. It looks at oxidation to make sure that it can still take heat. Oxidation is a natural process that occurs in oils. And if you look at some of the slides on our website and the ones you've provided on yours, it kind of explains that a little bit. Uh, if you take a bite out of an apple and you set it on a table, it turns brown. That's oxidation. That's oxygen attacking the surface of the apple and connecting with the molecules of the apple and turning it brown. Same thing happens to oils. 
uh, they oxidize with time because the oil molecules break apart and they contact with oxygen and they become oxidized. You've heard Dr. Oz maybe on, on TV talking about antioxidants. It's the same thing. Oils have antioxidants built into them to, to uh, attack uh, the acids that build up in oils. So anyway, uh, we look at oxidation, we look at viscosity. So uh, let's, let's go back to oxidation because I hate to yep. tell you that yep. I'm, I'm a little bit dull. But so when the oil becomes oxidized, it can no longer take the heat is what you said from, and again, our engines get, they run at somewhere around 210 degrees nowadays. And right. so an oxidized oil at 210 degrees, what's it doing versus one that's not oxidized? Well, it's continuing to oxidize. So let's, let's talk about that a little bit. Uh, what happens in the oxidation process is it no longer becomes an oil. Uh, it eventually turns into a very acidic, uh, what we would call species, which means that the oil itself has contacted oxygen, the, the molecules have broken apart, and it's become very, very acidic. And the more that goes on, the more acidic it gets, and it's not linear. It gets faster and faster. So it, you're running vinegar instead of oil. <laughs> yeah, well, you've seen the old commercials where the guy's dipping it out, and it looks like mayonnaise or shoe polish. That's a severely oxidized oil, and so it sludges, it, uh, it's very acidic, uh, and it can uh, do, you know, it can... It harm your engine rather than attack. provide lubrication, right? Right, right. So it, it can no... Let's just say, you know, the end result is it's really no longer oil. It's turned into a very acidic, a very acidic thing that's living in your engine. So that's why we watch oxidation. Now, typically... Uh, an oil will get thinner before it ever gets to the point where it oxidizes. And and the and the the thing I'm looking at here on your report is that the base number is still relatively good, and that's what leads me to think that maybe this is a false positive on oxidation on your report. But we'll check that out. Uh, the base number. Let's look at that for a minute. That's an that's an oxidator oxidation indicator. When oils are made, they have they're, they are overbased, meaning they have a lot of uh, uh, base in them. If you look back to your chemistry days, maybe you had it in high school, a, a base neutralizes an acid and vice versa. So uh, oils have a lot of base in them. So when oxidation takes place and it becomes acidic, the TBN or the total base number drops with time because it's trying to neutralize that acid. In your case, the base number, we didn't flag it. It's still high, indicating that this may not be oxidation. So let's not, uh, let's not say that the AMS oil is, is uh, going south right now. It, that may not be the case. Right. It but, just is, but this if, could if, be if a whole appear. other show. You know, <laughs> here's what we found out. And we don't often get tricked. And, this, and, and I, I hesitate to say we get tricked because we really don't. But the issue still Sometimes is that false positive, right? And we, the, and we just have to check that out. That here we are driving around in a car that we think we are good to go to fifteen thousand miles, and we've only driven five. But just based on the contamination that was yeah, present in the oil the, uh, from the from, and again, it might have been contaminated by fuel and other things, and that's one of the things that the oil analysis tests in is is a as a consideration for engine wear and, and those kind of things. So I think that it's it's cool to know that, wow, there is a way that you can give your car a blood test 
And through this blood test, you can find out these kind of things, which, again, if you go to ChristianCarGuy.com, yes, you'll see the Econiums to Mom up there top because I want to honor my mom. But below that is what talks about what the oil analysis can detect. It talks about what happens when good oils go bad. It shows about the contamination, then shows uh, Old Red's report. So, again, if for any of that information, to go to JG Lubricate Services website and, and, and get your own um, test or whatever, all that stuff's at ChristianCarGuy.com. Now we're going to move into our appraisal by the Real Black Book. That's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding. Now, we've been talking for you know, the last good bit about when you look deep into your oils, chemical makeup, there are all sorts of issues that you now see that you might can deal with. Well, last Sunday, as I was reading this book by John Eldridge, The Utter Relief of Holiness, as I was reading that book, I took a deep dive into my heart to see what might be there as far as my understanding of grace. And I was shocked with what I found condemnation versus conviction. I realized my heart was still troubled here. And, you know, at the beginning of John 14 is a wonderful little statement that Jesus makes to his disciples right before he's going to the cross. He says, don't let your heart be troubled, which John Eldridge makes a great point. You have a choice as to whether or not your heart's going to be troubled. But so I created a simple test for my heart so it wouldn't be troubled. on a sort of a sin test to see, was I condemning myself or was I under conviction when I sinned? So here's the simple test, and, and you can do this yourself. You don't have to send in it. You don't have to take an, a vacuum tube and, and take in a little piece of your blood or anything. <laughs> you just simply take a piece of paper in your next quiet time and write down two columns. One of those columns write condemnation, and one of those columns write conviction. Now, under those columns, I want you to write out what you actually really do say to yourself when you sin. <laughs> when, you, when you just sin, what is it that goes through your mind? What are you saying to yourself? And, and then try to write those out and place them in the columns of what you think, they're, whether or not that's conviction or condemnation. Now, for me, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. It wasn't looking too good when I took my own test. It, it, it sounded like this. Where I was using words like, really, Robbie, are you never going to get this right? <laughs> or don't you know the consequences of this will mess up your family? You're bringing demons into your own home. Or, God, I feel so bad coming to you with this again. Isn't this like the 47th time that we've had this discussion? Yes. My self-talk was found in the condemnation column. (laughs) Most of what I said when I sinned sounded like condemnation. I wonder if you really took time to write out what you say to yourself when you sin, if it sounds like condemnation or does it sound like conviction? Of course, Romans 8.1 says, There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So what about conviction? What does that sound like? What do you say to yourself that would be the right thing (laughs) rather than the Robbie? God, isn't this the 57th time we've had this discussion? When we come back, we'll talk about self-talk of conviction. Plus more from Tom Slick. Stay tuned. A lot more Christian Car Guy show coming up. They're in the ground 
Christian Car Guys show. We've been talking about oil and oxidation and all sorts of stuff, but how about sins oxidation? How about condemnation? What is your self-talk? How do you talk to yourself when you sin when you're condemning yourself versus when you are under real conviction, conviction from the Lord versus the condemnation that the enemy will share with you? What, is, what do you really talk to yourself like when that's going on, and I shared a minute ago that um, with me, when I took my own test and I wrote down these words, condemnation and conviction, I found that my self-talk sounded like, are you never going to get this right, Robbie? How many times are you going to blow this? Why can't you get a handle on it? You know, and, and that's all condemnation, and that's coming from where? Right? The father of lies. So who's fathering you on this, on this sin deal? But when I went over here and I said, okay, now what should I be saying? And I wrote down my conviction. Now, what should that sound like? How should I be talking to myself? And realizing that I need to run to Jesus for forgiveness. That's what he offers. He offers forgiveness. So what should that sound like? And so I wrote down, you know, I am so glad you died for this, Jesus. Let me come into your arms and be forgiven. I want to be holy. I want to be whole again. I know you offer that. I know you died for that. So cleanse me and make me the way you really wanted me to be. You hear the difference between the condemnation and the, the, what the conviction should sound like, what real conviction should sound like? So, you know, there you go. You write it down in your quiet time over the next couple of days. Write down your own little acid test, so to speak, of what is condemnation, what does your self-talk sound like, condemnation versus conviction. But as we talked about, this is Iconiums of Mom. It is Mother's Day tomorrow. And so I brought somebody in the studio here who has something. He, You know, Larry George, the host of A Place Missionaries Call Home, he is going to share a little Iconium himself, a little high praise of his mother. Well, I'd like to say happy birthday. I mean, happy Mother's Day today to my mom, uh, Anne-Marie. I know you're listening to the program today. I love you. You know that song that Bette Midler did, The Wind Beneath My Wings? My mom is one of the greatest encouragement that I have ever had in my life. She's my cheerleader. One of I'm one of nine, and she's always treated us each special. Never, ever has she ever condemned me. Always encouraged me. Just a great lady. There you go. Isn't that cool? And you still have time to get your in if you want to call us at 866-348-7884. Now, Tom, isn't it interesting how this oxidation thing, I'm thinking about how this all sludges up. My own condemnation has been sludging up my heart, and I realize I had a choice that I could not do that but be under proper conviction yeah i i uh i like your test i you know i'm into tests i know I you are down <laughs> condemnation and conviction and uh i'm gonna run this test on myself because uh you know i all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of god and uh 
and we need to test that every once in a while and see who's talking to it. And there's a cleansing that's available, very similar like an oil change, you know. If you go into the right conviction, Jesus is ready with his very own form of 10W40, or maybe it's 1030, Tom. I don't know. It's, it's clean. He gives you a new filter, and away you go. How cool is that? So, well, we want to thank you all for listening to the Christian Car Guy show today. Hey, all kinds of tests are available at ChristianCarGuy.com, <laughs> as well as podcasts. If you didn't get to hear this whole show today, what about oxidation and oil? Or maybe you wanted to hear my own iconium of my mom. You can go to ChristianCarGuy.com and get a podcast of the entire show. I certainly want to thank Tom for being with us. It's so great to have Tom Slick back with us today. And, and Tom's testimony is there at ChristianCarGuy.com, as well as a picture of Tom that I personally photoshopped into the Thunderbolt <laughs> grease slapper. Now, if you've forgotten what the Thunderbolt Grease Slapper looks like, you can go to ChristianCarGuy.com and see that as well. Remember what I always say. Slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went, got it all done in 33 years. And how about this week doing your own self-test? Write down those two columns in your quiet time. Condemnation and conviction. How do you talk to yourself? Remember, there is therefore now no zippity. In the Greek, that means no, Larry, no condemnation. For those who are in Christ Jesus. Thank you for listening to the Christian Car Guy Show.